It is a beautiful day here in Rhode Island, and I am happy because I will get to see all of my kiddos today. They are coming over for a cookout. Yesterday, I spent some time driving around Narragansett, one of the popular beach areas in my little state. Last week, I had a little vacation driving over to the Cape to Hyannis, so it just feels like a fun New England summer to me right now. Today, I am going to talk about the concept of doing versus being. It sounds simple and actually like one that doesn't much matter. This is a concept that can make all of the difference when you are trying and trying to make a change in yourself. It is one that you will want to look at when you feel like what you are doing just doesn't stick. Let's look at some examples first. This concept definitely comes up a lot with my weight loss clients. What I am talking about is being someone who is trying to lose weight, who wants to lose weight, and who is on a diet versus being someone who is all done losing weight. That is, someone who is doing the work in losing weight versus being someone who is all done. Another example is someone who is building a business, doing all of the figuring out what niche to choose, who your clients are, how you will market your business, what systems you will use, versus someone who is there with the business that they want done with that building stage. Other examples of this are wanting to move, change jobs, retire, have a different relationship with family members, have a better marriage, find a significant other for someone who is single, someone who wants to buy a bigger house or start a new hobby or make new friends or spend more time with the friends that you have. I am talking about being in the process of wanting and trying to do something for a long time and finding yourself doing the work, taking the steps, but not quite yet being that person that you want to be. Someone who is in this stage, if you can picture being this person in one area of your life and who identifies with the person who is trying to get there, who is working on it, who desperately wants it. But I want you to notice that when you think about the thing that you really want next in your life, that you are always picturing it as next, as kind of over there, and you are picturing yourself as the person who is over here, who wants it, who tries, who is trying to work to get there. You are being the person who is here, who wants that thing, who does the trying. There is something about trying to lose weight and being on a diet that very easily becomes an identity for people. Think back to when you were a child for a minute. I know that I have talked about this before. I can remember my mom being on a diet. I remember the little list that she kept on the refrigerator where she wrote down the food that she ate every day. It always started with a half of a pink grapefruit when she was on the diet. I remember a time also when she started jogging 
She was pretty thin when I was younger and very pretty. But I also remember a lot of the time that she was on a diet. There is something about being a dieter that becomes an identity. You can find a lot of company in that identity. Friends are on diets together. We go to groups, to Weight Watchers, to the gym, find a walking buddy. In others, we can find a lot of commiserating about how hard it can be to lose weight. We work to motivate each other to move. We might share keto recipes with each other. We feel like we are not alone in wanting to be this other version of ourselves that is done losing weight, a version that is at that magic number in our head on the scale and who doesn't have to think about losing weight anymore. But I want you to think about this whole journey for a minute. We take on this project to go from that before picture version of ourselves to the idea in our head of the after version. We may even have an old picture of ourselves that we use for motivation. But who we become on that journey is this other version of ourselves, not the before and not the after. It's the one that thinks about our weight all of the time. The version that puts in a lot of time and effort, walking, working out, finding new recipes, cooking healthy foods, plotting out our meals, counting our glasses of water. We want to go from someone who doesn't like the number on the scale, but who doesn't do anything about it, to someone eventually who likes the number on the scale and doesn't think about it anymore. That's the before version and the after version. And the way that we go from the first identity to the last identity that we want to be is to turn into someone in the middle who thinks about it a lot, who does do something about it. For many of us, we turn into someone who obsesses about that number on the scale and who lives her whole day or his whole day around the meals, the exercise, the routine. And our goal is to then all of a sudden turn around and be someone who never thinks about it because we don't have to think about it anymore. So can you see the challenge in this? If we want to become that new version of ourselves, who is over there and never thinks about something anymore. It kind of doesn't make logical sense to practice being that person by thinking about weight obsessively. Let's turn this example into someone who doesn't want to be afraid of thunderstorms anymore. You want them to be something that you don't even notice. You never think about them anymore. Right now, you are scared of them. So you practice being that new person by learning about them, studying them, paying attention to all of the storms. You may find that you make progress in changing those fearful feelings into more positive feelings. But you are also practicing being someone who pays attention to the storms. And then you want to turn into a person that never thinks about them at all. And that is really a whole other shift. 
you are practicing being someone who likes storms, but who has a new hobby of actually paying attention to storms and lightning. You aren't practicing being someone who doesn't pay attention to them. So by this thinking, if we go back to the weight loss example, most of us who are on a diet are actually practicing to be someone who exercises, who eats healthy, and who thinks about our weight a lot. We are getting really good at being someone who is on a diet. But then, towards the end of it, it's a really big jump to then become the person who is not on a diet and who doesn't think about it anymore. Now, I'm going to get really personal and tell you my own personal story with this. As when I lost 40 pounds, I decided to coach on weight loss to help others be able to have the success that I felt that I was having at that time. I had a weight loss goal that was much lower than what other people were shooting for. And some people would think that it was much too low. My doctor felt that 120 was the appropriate goal in pounds for me, and that below 120, you had to really make sure that you had enough muscle on your body and that you were not losing muscle. I felt that 110 was me, the real me, the me that I wanted to be. It was the weight that I aspired to. Now, all through high school, I was very steady 117. So that was also a meaningful number to me. When I went through my divorce, I also had braces on my teeth, a second set of braces to try and fix a problem that the first pair of braces were not fixing. So I had a very limited diet when those braces went on. I had my jaw wired shut for a short period of time and I could only eat four foods at that time. I had slim fast mashed potatoes, oatmeal, and applesauce, and that's it. And then add in the stress of going through a divorce, and I happened to be working at a job at a high school with a very big campus. And my particular job included walking all day long. So I wasn't trying to lose weight at that time. I was just losing. I didn't need to exert any effort at that time. So I ended up getting down to 103. I was wearing size four clothing at that time. And I identified as a person who weighed that because I just very easily became that person. I didn't try. Now, the funny thing is that everyone feels perfectly comfortable telling someone, in this case, telling me that I needed to gain weight that I was too skinny. Now, it's funny that people feel like it's an okay thing to do to tell someone that their weight is wrong and they should fix it if they feel like you need to gain weight. But most people would never tell someone else that their weight is wrong and that they should lose weight if they thought that they weighed too much, but weigh too little and it's open season for everyone else to give you their personal opinion about your weight. So I was 103 for quite a while, and I felt comfortable with that, with the exception of hearing everyone else's comments about my weight. 
So eventually I settled on 110 as a weight that felt good to me. But anyway, the point of all of this is to say that in my mind, 110 was my own personal goal. It was my own personal ideal. And when I was losing weight, I got down from about 153 down to 113, 40 pounds down. I can go into my health app now and I can see that whole journey from March of 2020 to November of 2020. I got down to my high school weight in September, which felt great. But in my mind, my goal was 110, not 117. And by November, I got to 113. But my identity, thinking back now, was very much entrenched in that person who was losing weight. That's why I'm sharing this personal story with you. I was becoming very good at being a person who was on a diet and someone who knew how to do it and someone who wanted to help other people do it too. But that jump from 113 to 110 just seemed like this huge jump that I could not manage to do, even though I was someone who knew how to lose one pound. I was someone who knew how to lose three pounds, and I did not make that jump. I slowly went back up. It is fascinating to me to look back at all of those weights that I was now and the dates that tell a story. I could work with other people and I could help them because I could identify with them. I knew exactly how to be a person who was in the middle of that journey, someone who was on a diet and who was losing weight. I could identify with sometimes doing a great job and sometimes feeling like you messed up and you overate and you went back up again and then you had to lose that weight again. I was them. Who I wasn't being was the person who got there to the goal. I wasn't being the person who was at 110 and who wasn't dieting, who wasn't thinking about losing weight, who was thinking about other things. I wasn't practicing being that person. I was practicing being a weight-obsessed person who thought about nothing else practically. So now realizing that makes a lot more sense that the leap from 113 to 110 just wasn't happening for me. I was not practicing being that person who is at 110. So I struggled for a very long time right there at 113, going back and forth between 113 and 118, up and down, up and down. I was good at that, but I could not take that leap from the journey that I was on to the finish line. Someone who is done, that's not who I was being. Dieting was what I was doing. For someone who wants to get to the finish line, I will give you this. Getting to a goal involves becoming a new person. It is the jump to be the person at the end of the goal. It is becoming the person who has it. Getting there does involve action steps that you have to take, but you are going to want to differentiate those versions of yourself before and during and after the journey. We motivate ourselves to become the person who is on the journey. We get over the procrastination of starting 
by becoming the person on the journey. But it's so easy to forget that going from the person on the journey to the person at the end involves a whole other identity shift. And we must give time and energy and practice to being that person who is done. Because if we don't practice being that person, then we will get stuck in a loop like I did at the end of the journey and not be able to finish. I am going to share how I visualize this in my mind. I think of going to that next goal as a bridge between two islands. Think of the long stretch of islands on the way to Key West. Each one has its own bridge in between. Each island is a different goal. In order to get there, I picture being the person on the bridge in between your old identity of one island and going towards that next island, which is your new identity. In order to cross the bridge, you become the person who is going across the bridge, taking the action steps that are each and every step across the bridge. But in order to get there, you must practice being the person who is walking on the new island. Not the doing, not the action, but the being part of being that person who is on the next island. You knew how to walk around on your last island and be that person. It's not about learning how to walk. It's about what it feels like to walk on the new island, what it feels like to be that new person. It's about becoming comfortable with that new feeling. You must practice being that person. Otherwise, you will take all of the steps across the bridge and then you'll be afraid to step off of the bridge onto that new land. It will seem too unfamiliar and scary. Like you don't belong there. Like the inhabitants of that new place are just so different from you that you aren't welcome there. You have to practice being in that new land and getting comfortable and familiar with being there and feeling like you belong there. That you are worthy of being in that new place. That is the difference from doing the steps to get to your goal and being the person who has reached your goal. You have to be the person that you want to be in order to get there. Have a great week, my friends, and happy practicing being on whatever island it is that you are working on going to.